Hello and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. Today we are picking up where we left off with our campus pastors Dave Cash and Chuck Foster, addressing some of the most common questions regarding lifestyles. In last week's session, we talked about if a Christian can drink alcohol and if it's a sin to gamble. And today they're going to talk about if it's a sin to get a tattoo and also how a Christian should conduct themselves in regards to politics. We would love to hear your questions too, so be sure to leave a comment down below if you have any questions that you would like us to talk about. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. So here are Dave and Chuck. All right, so that takes us to another top question, and that is the question of tattoos. Ooh. You know, which... You got any uh, tattoos, Dave? You know, I am, uh, yes, I have several tattoos. Um, I am, I am not a, I'm tattoo free. You're tattoo free. So that, that's now the minority, right? I am scared to put, I'm sort of scared to put a, get a tattoo. Not because I'm worried about, I just like. You're afraid you're, ow. you're afraid your, your wife will ground you. Yeah, <laughs> she would probably. I think I mentioned, I said, if we win a state championship in baseball, I'm going to get a tattoo. But you, you didn't get one when you won? You won state, didn't well, you? Well, we won it once, and I didn't do it. And then I made the promise after for the next one, and we never, oh, okay. never got there. Maybe God was not. I'll take you. I'll take you. I'll hold your get, hand, and we'll get will through you? it. We'll get through it. Will you? So that, that tells you a little bit of what you think. Yeah, so <laughs> so for me, um, the tattoo, I have tattoos prior to my salvation. Fair and enough. I have gotten tattoos after. since my salvation. I have you. They're vastly different. Matter of fact, the prior ones are going to be covered up soon with um, more godly. So I have the two that I've gotten since I've gotten as a Christian. One is uh, the empty tomb. Oh, cool. Uh, over my heart, the empty tomb. And then another one I've got is I'm a part of Bikers for Christ Motorcycle Ministry, and we have a centerpiece patch that is an open Bible with a sword in the middle. And, is that kind of uh, like you, you know, kind of like hey, you got to have it before you can get in? No, no. You tattoos for motorcycle help, clubs. Did it help you? You have to be a member for five years before you can get the tattoo to make oh, sure okay. that you're all the way in. That's uh, all. That's most clubs. Okay. So uh, we're not a club. We're a, we're a ministry. But anyway, I did it uh, to to because it's an open Bible and it was a conversational starter with many people. Yeah. That there we go. Man, that looks really cool. And it leads to the gospel. So that is, for me, um, all of mine are to point to try to point people to Jesus Christ. I don't want to make it about the tattoo or a, I'm not making a political statement. I'm not rebelling against the church. It, I'm not rebelling against mom and dad because those things have gone for a long time ago. Um, mine were in order to to make much of Jesus. And so I know when we read in Leviticus, there's a part about, you know, making your bodies. But as you know, that's not really talking about what I'm talking about. The, the scripture in Leviticus is dealing with a specific situation with the Israelites and they were mixing pagan uh, uh, philosophies and pagan ideas with, mourning of the dead and and so they were identifying and connecting with the dead through the marking of their skin and and so God was speaking to that as a as a prohibition to those people for that purpose right and right and you find you'll find a lot of the things in the Bible that are speaking that is prohibitions like for example eat pork 
Yeah, dietary things for sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, do I eat pork? Uh, yeah, uh, bacon. I'm liking uh, grumpy old men when he's talking about how he's lived a long life, but he's like, every morning I eat a plate of bacon, and then for lunch I have a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. You know? What's Ron Swanson? <laughs> I'd like to order the bacon on the menu, and I buy all by the bacon. I mean all the bacon. Yeah, all you the got. bacon. Yeah. So that doesn't mean I just want a lot. But I don't a, want it all. There was a period of time, and for a specific purpose, that right. pork was forbidden yeah. and i think we take a lot of things we take to the point that it means it for everybody nazarite nazarites couldn't cut their hair right during the uh season in which they were gonna men yeah. could they were gonna get married so there are prohibitions that we think oh that's forever that's forever that's yeah. for everybody well even like head coverings you know i remember when i was in nepal on a mission trip uh we were doing different churches where we were preaching the gospel mm-hmm. And all the women there, when they entered into the church, they covered their hair. Yeah. So the missionary's wife that I was with, the missionary, well, she was a missionary too. She walked in, she covered her head. So I waited till later and I go, you covered your hair at that church, but you didn't at the other one. And she goes, yeah, for them, they're still processing everything. And I wanted to honor, but over here, they've matured a little bit more spiritually. This is a brand new church deal. And so we don't want them to, we want them to understand discipleship. And so we're taking them along the process very slow and we don't want to cause them to can be confused with why yeah. we don't do that anymore. But going back to the, to, to the tattoo thing, you hit the nail on the head. It's so many people will take that, that stance of, well, it's, it's completely off limits because of the one verse. And again, I think you have to look at what is the purpose of why you're doing those things. Again, what we talked about with gambling or drinking, if you don't have the money to pay the rent, yes, going to get that $300 or $800 tattoo, that's probably a sin, I would they cost, say. They cost $300? You know, well, let me ask you a question. This is going to be on you forever. Is that where you want to really, you know, like negotiate and get them to give you a uh, a lower tattoo because of the price. Maybe one that says no regerts or you know, something. Yeah, that. that's that's what you'll run into. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, you want somebody that that is good if they're going to do it because it's going to be on your body, right? But yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous to think I'm going to spend that on, you know, when I can't even pay for groceries or pay rent. And, and tattoos can even become an addiction where it becomes again about the tattoos, where you know you're just every single all, all the time just getting them. You know, yeah, it becomes an idol, like we talked about. Absolutely, with, it can become anything. an idol. And, uh, so we want to always avoid, always avoid anything to become an idol for us. And you know, it, I have a fascination. I know my son-in-law has quite a few tattoos when he was at. Uh, he was in the Air Force, and and so it's. I, I think military sort of has this rite of passage, you yeah. know. And he's got, but one of the things he's really got on his on his arm was that greater love, no greater love than this that a, that a, a, a man laid down his life for his brothers, you right. know. And I, I think, man, what a what a great representation of not only the military experience, right. but as a Christian, you know, our ability to to give up and serve and lay down the things that aren't that doesn't necessarily in that case it means hey i jump in front of a bullet for you but in the the broader it's like hey i'm willing to lay down if, points to jesus you if, know what yeah, he did I, yeah us. absolutely i'm willing to lay this down so that you can there's no distraction for you right. to know jesus and so well like one of my tattoos here you can see is a ring because jewelry bothers me i don't have a watch i don't have a necklace I don't have an anklet. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, I like and if that. I get an ankle, then I want you to beat me up. But uh, oh, don't worry, I will. I do this um, because I don't. Number one, I I don't like, and I lose rings because I would come home and the first thing I would do was go and take my ring off. Or when I'm preaching or teaching, I'd mess with it because it bothers me. And so I lost two wedding rings because I would take them off all the time. So I went and got a band. So and, and most people they see it from a distance, they think it's a ring, but I have this this ring. But there. you're but you're only half married because you don't have it on the other well, side. Well, you don't hold ink very well there, and and uh, it spreads and everything. So that's why you don't do it. But and that's what you can't see. But anyway, I want people to know that I'm spoken for. Yes. Um, well, there's yeah, there's no way you're getting it off. I mean, I guess you could. They have those tattoo removals. But yeah, I, but they you, yeah. that's more painful than the actual. Yeah, tattoo, I don't. But uh, is anyway. That's what well, they say. I, I I haven't done that. Yeah. But I. But looks that's like you're thing. all in. You're all in if you get one. I mean, you're all in. I mean, yeah, you, because you see, if it's gone, it's going to be a scar. There's always going to be where you could have seen it. Yeah. So you really need to think through what I'm going to do. Because like my very first one was a Yosemite Sam. <laughs> I really wanted Foghorn Leghorn, but I couldn't find a good picture. <laughs> so I had this Yosemite Sam <clears throat> that means nothing. I just, and people go, what does that mean? Um, uh, I'm dumb. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So nope. you just need to really think those things through. Does it honor God? Does it point people to Jesus? Does yeah. it make much of him? You know, kind of a deal. Like anything else. Piercings. You know, same thing. You know, is it a distraction to people? I would say anything. And, you know, you can't really, other than my the, the ring thing, you can't really see any of mine unless I want you to. Unless we're at the pool. And then you might see it. <laughs> at the pool. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to so, But I also don't want it to become a distraction where I don't want to... I don't want to have a theological debate if it doesn't honor God. Right, right. So that's what I would say about the issue of tattoos. And we could touch more upon that if people want us to. But uh, the next thing I kind of wanted us to sort of look at. Venture into. Yep. Is, um, and this was kind of your idea, so you, you share that one. Uh, what's a Christian perspective on sharing his political views and how does he, how he does it? Like how, how as a Christian, can I, can I just say I'm already sick and tired of seeing all the commercials? Oh my goodness. I mean, we're here a if month I, out, you know what? Not even a month out now. It's what, when is it's November sometime, right? Yeah. It's November, the two, first Tuesday in November. Okay. Whatever that day so, is. So I'm tired of my shows being interrupted with political ads. Yes. I'll be glad when November 3rd comes or whatever the day is. Yeah. That and the Camp Lejeune water yes issue. and the emails that i'm getting i didn't even know that. camp lejeune had water issues well i do now yeah there's no doubt i get an email i get 10 of those a day yeah camp lejeune water issues you know well i think as a you know as a christian we have one obligation and that's to honor christ and everything that we say and everything we do irregard irrespective <clears throat> of what we talk about yes and so if our political speech and if our political endorsement does not honor christ then it's a problem yes Absolutely. And I think, you know, for churches, I, for me personally, as when I was the, the, the lead pastor, I never endorsed a candidate from the pulpit. I didn't have signs in my yard. Well, the first church I pastored, I lived in the church's house. It was a parsonage. And so I felt like that wasn't, but now that I have my own house and all those kinds of things, I still do not do that. However, I taught the Bible. Our pastor, Matt Serber, teaches God's word. Absolutely. Our pastor, Matt Serber, never discusses politics in the pulpit. 
Um, occasionally we might when we're out at lunch and it's just us together or whatever. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I've appreciated is that he is completely biblical in the things he teaches. And I think if you follow biblical principles, that tells you who we vote for. And I think that is just That's all enough. you need to say. I think, does it follow? And I remember I said this in a church where I said, make sure you follow biblical principles. I had a guy come over and go, well, I think that pushes a candidate. And I said, it could. And he said, well, I think you're wrong because I'm, I'm with the other candidate. And then I go, you mean the unbiblical view? And he said, well, yeah, but there's more to it than just what the Bible says. And I said, not for me, buddy. Mm-mm. I was like, and not for me. I love that we're about the gospel. Like there's, there's nothing that comes across, across the, the sermons or the message other than, Hey, the gospel, it's, we're about the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're not promoting yeah. a candidate. We're not, that, that's just not going to happen yeah. because it, it distracts yeah. from the principles that we want to, we want carried out on a Sunday morning, which is all about Jesus. Yeah. And, and we have people in our church that I admire and respect very much that uh, volunteer for certain candidates. They go door to door. Sometimes they knock, they, they have the, the shirt on of, of the person that they're supporting and those kinds of things, because to them, that is a ministry as well, because they're trying to share the gospel as they're out doing those things too. And I, I totally respect that. The, the problem is, like you just said, when we elevate a candidate above the gospel or make that candidate at equal. least equal yeah. to the gospel is still, is, is still a sin. And so, yes, there are things that some candidates have done that's been important as far as putting the right judges in for the right things when it comes to uh, where life begins at conception and where marriage is protected and those kinds of things. But again, that's biblical. Biblically speaking, those are truths. God cares very much about human life. You know why I know that? Because he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins so we might know him. Uh, God cares very much about marriage because the very first institution that God had set up was the family. That was before church. That was before anything else. God set up the family. And so anything that attacks those things obviously is not going to be um, something that is honored by God. But again, if we're teaching the right things and people are growing in their relationship with Christ, they're going to know the right thing. Right. I don't have a problem putting a candidate's sign in my yard, especially if, if it's a friend who yeah. I know where they stand biblically. I know where I know what their uh, their platform's all about and yeah. support that. But yeah, you know, from the church, we're, we we don't want to be about a political disagreement, creating disagreement. I think it creates disharmony within the church. Um, And, and, you know, there's people that really want us to speak out more, but I think it's wise. It's always wise to defer to the gospel and let that be the the final authority on what we do and say, I I think, and you talked a little bit about before, I mean, in, in just in our conversations about, you know, where we stand right? based on the preaching. Yeah. Well, and and here's the thing, too, is if I am so adamant about candidate A and I beat down people that are for candidate B, I have limited limited myself in in who I share the gospel with. Like if I belittle them because of that, it may be a discipleship issue. It may have been something they didn't think of. They may have a different upbringing. They may live in a different kind of neighborhood. Whatever it might be, they you may don't just know be until lost. you what. Yeah, it might just be. And so when you are looking down on them 
for their political views, you have pretty much limited yourself in sharing the gospel with them. Because now, if they're not going to listen to you about that, they're certainly not going to listen to you about truth that could change their life. So I think you have to be really careful with the things that you post. You know, if it is extremely derogatory toward the other side, and I'm not saying don't stand up for yourself, don't stand up for truth. That is not what I'm saying at all. We always stand on biblical truth. But if you are beating people down, what are the op, op, you know what kind of opportunity is that going to be to tell them about how Jesus loves them and saves them when you are again it comes back to what you said a while ago about love are you showing love are we, are we really showing love mm-hmm. because the thing about it is lost people ask act lost you know why because they're lost yes you know and so that's 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 the issue there is can I continually share the gospel if I share those thoughts yeah and I I, I think it applies. You talked about social media. It applies to social media. It applies to the clothing that we wear. I think, you know, uh, we all have seen and know recently the whole let's go Brandon yeah. thing. And, you know, and ir- irrespective of how you, what you think about our current president, what that stands for, whether you like him or not, it's, it, it's not lifting. It's not giving Jesus uh, his his proper place, yeah. Because you're it it represents a whole different saying, right. and I think I don't need to explain that. But you know, it's we got to be careful because yeah. those things are exactly the things that alienate other people who are maybe on the fence or right. or maybe does support this candidate that just doesn't know. And so we got to be Christ like, and that's yeah. not Christ. Well, and also too the sovereignty of God. Yeah, we're we're told by Scripture to to respect that. Yeah. You know, and do we respect the unbiblical things? Absolutely not. However, God ordained whoever to be president at this particular time. And so we have to, you know, we don't question, okay, God, why? Well, we can, but if we take that too far, that becomes a sin. But I'm not saying don't go vote. I'm not saying don't do the, you know, don't don't teach biblical principles because I think we've already talked about that. However, we have to recognize that, that God is sovereign and ordains all of those things. And we have to, we, we are called to call out error. Yeah. When someone's in error, we have an obligation yeah. to speak, to speak truth to error. For sure. So when someone talks about that, it's okay that to not respect life, we have to call it out for what it is and say, no, God command, God calls us to protect life. God calls us to protect the institution of marriage and speak truth to it, but it has to be in love and it yeah. has to be in, in a way that can be received by, by the other side yeah. uh, of wherever you are politically. So um, I think that's, that's, that's such a tough topic. I know people want us to speak out more, sure. but anything that takes away from the gospel yeah. is, is, is again, not good. I would say to a believer, follow the biblical truth and that'll follow you to where, when you get in the voting booth right. for me, but, uh, you know, these have been, uh, as we've taken these questions and stuff, um, let me encourage you to send more questions in and let us have another time where we answer multiple questions at a time. But I love the fact that we addressed several things over these last couple of weeks. Yeah. Happy 21st episode, man. Yeah. Actually, 21st and 22nd. Well, well, this will be the 22nd one because I know we were... 21st uh, and 22nd. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're doing well. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy doing this with you. Yeah. And uh, thank you all for, for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Mission City Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this session, then we encourage you to rate and review this podcast on whichever platform you are listening. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next week.